Hi there, K-Favors. Guess who? It's your executive, executive vice president, Adam Rotella, back. Oh my God, what a move that was. I'm broadcasting from Austin. Wait, no, 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 don't tell people that. Broadcasting from an undisclosed location somewhere in K-Fabe City. This week we have a special guest on the show. That's right, my friends. We have the Canadian destroyer himself, our K-Fabe artist, Doug. Enjoy, folks. Hello there, everybody. My name is Adam. You know me. You obviously know me. I'm in a different space. I don't even have I don't even have my wall set up yet. Jeez, Josiah. God, <laughs> God damn, man. It's so nice to see you. I haven't seen you in weeks and weeks and weeks. I know. It's been... And, 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 and why don't you also, while you're talking to me, introduce that other guy that's in here. I mean, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Yeah, let's get to that. Let's address the Canadian. <laughs> let's address the Canadian in the room, shall we? Uh, this is Doug Halliday, you know, the kayfabe artist, the kayfabe captain with a K. Uh, joining us, our Canadian EVP here, joining us from the, shooting from the ice island, from the iceberg. It's a, currently 25 degrees Celsius, which is 77 degrees Fahrenheit. We learned something today, friends. But uh, he is joining us, our first sit-in guest on Shooting on Kayfabe, and Adam, I echo those sentiments, man. It is great to finally be talking to you again after your move. Uh, it's good to get back in the rhythm of content creation, so I'm excited. I'm excited. And Doug, welcome. Welcome to... Thanks for having me, Bills. Yeah. Thanks. Well, folks, the reason why we have Doug on here and the reason why you're even watching us and the reason why we talk about this stuff is because we want you to know that we are wrestling fans. We're not just some willy-nilly people out here trying to take your money for wrestling shirts. (laughs) And by the way, wouldn't you also like to see the beautiful face of the guy that draws all of our stuff anyways? Doug, you did such a fantastic job on that milk carton. We didn't have this in the notes whatsoever, but let's talk about that missing title very, very quickly. Doug, what a fantastic job you did on that milk carton. How surprised were you, Doug, when you read that Chris Jericho lost that (laughs) AEW belt? Uh, I'm still in debate whether uh, it was uh, fictional or reality, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it... That stuff writes itself, right? So uh, some great content to go with. Uh, you know, we we all converse pretty quickly. Um, I uh, I took my iPad to the couch <laughs> while watching children and uh, and tried to get through it pretty quickly. So, well, you know, what's 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 really what's really horrible about that is they actually found the belt. I mean, yeah, that content is going to be evergreen, and that's a shirt or a mug or a pillow or whatever the hell we're going to put that thing on. That's evergreen content. But I was hoping we were at least going to have a good a week. Bit. Yeah. A good yeah. week <laughs> of that shirt and being able – and Chris Jericho. I thought that the way that they changed the topic, the way that they changed the talking points just hours into the belt being gone was fantastic. I mean, what happened happened. You have to change the talking points at that point. Yeah. And I thought Chris Jericho knocked it out of the park with that just – Two minutes on Twitter is all you need, folks, to, to just completely yep. change the talking points. Yep. And a hot tub. Yeah. And a hot tub. Needed. A little bit of the bubbly. That's what he had. He had all those Speaking things. of, <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. 
Uh, Ric Flair was such a such a great drinker, but Ric Flair, I think, might have lost his mind a little bit lately. Uh, this whole thing that's going on with Becky Lynch and Flair, Josiah, what 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 would you explain to the people that have been under a rock what <laughs> Ric Flair and Becky Lynch are talking about right now? So it, it happens that uh, Ric Flair is trying to suddenly, and it, it does feel like a suddenly out of nowhere thing, lay claim to the term the man he's trying to file copyrights and trademark so that um wwe will then have to pay him continue going forward and also reparations for using that with becky lynch mm-hmm. in the past year so um it makes <clears throat> no sense to me i've never associated rick flair as it's never been his gimmick the man um, I know he says, you know, if you want to beat to beat the man or to be the man, you got to beat the man. But I never once took that to mean that it was his moniker. Or, I don't know. To me, it seems like maybe um, he needs some cash, which is hard to imagine because he's Ric Flair. But maybe he is in a hard place financially. It, it makes no sense to me that he's trying to, to do this to get money from the WWE and strain that relationship. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. I mean, one, one of the first things that Doug said when we gave him the idea of the title belt on the milk carton was, hey, I think we got to change the copyright on this. Why don't you talk about the copyright and uh, the the what, what's your opinion on that, Doug, between Flair and Becky Lynch? Do you see any validity there whatsoever? I mean, yeah, like Josiah said, I mean, the uh, you know, he's used it in promos, uh, to cut a promo, but... Not once uh, since Becky started using the man have I ever thought, well, you know, that's treading some uh, uncharted territory that you're not supposed to go. I mean, if that's the case, then uh, we have to go to William Regal being the man's man and uh, back back with the lumber lumberjack stick yep. that uh, he went back with uh, when he first came in. So, you know, uh, I don't really associate it with it whatsoever. It, it never crossed my mind at all. I mean, when Becky Lynch called herself the man, it, it, I, I, I kind of didn't even like her doing that in, in the first place, to be honest with everybody. It really didn't make much sense to me to even do it, but I, I never associated Flair with that whatsoever. Do you think anything's going to come out of this? Do you think that, I mean, he's talked to Triple H. I'm pretty sure Triple H politely just patted him on the head and then showed him <laughs> out the door. Yeah, I think that's going to be the sum total of it. I think it might strain relations. I mean, if you read, if you read the dirt sheets, brother, uh, which we do. Which, yeah, friggin' sleeping them. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> so according to the the rumor and innuendo out there, it's put strain on the, his relationship with Charlotte because Charlotte is very much you know in the, invested in the company. Um, he you don't so, say. Yeah, so. Uh, I think it's just going to put strain on the relationship. I don't see anything really coming out of this. I don't even see WWE giving him a settlement of any kind. It just doesn't make any sense. It makes no, no sense at all. So, I don't know. It's I feel like it's an exercise in futility, unfortunately, for Mr. Flair. I mean, let's say this. If they open up that floodgate that they give him some money for using a certain term, imagine what – I mean, once one legal action gets taken and that's they, they can yeah. bring that to the judge over and yeah. over and over it sets, again. It yeah. sets precedent. Yeah, it sets precedent, yeah. and it's a dangerous one because then it's, you know, are they paying The Rock every time the word SmackDown is used? I don't think so. And yeah, that that's dude, a lot of times. That dude legitimately <laughs> – has claimed to that word because he actually in, in, introduced it into the vernacular, you know, of an entire culture. 
So mm-hmm. if they let Flair get away with the man, then yeah, that opens up the gates for people to come make frivolous claims and get paid really good on it. Yep, yeah. yep. Speaking of getting paid and not getting paid really good at it, let's take a second <laughs> and talking about paywalls when it comes to creators on, on the internet, my man. Now, one of the things that we try to do here at Kayfabe Content is we're trying to build a, a long-standing brand. So at the moment, that's why our shirts are $12.99. That's why our mugs are $12.99. That's why our soon-to-be pencils that are thrown at cameras will be $12.99. I think we might make some money off of that, actually. Other than people buying $12.99 pencils, we're not really looking at this right now in the business standpoint to really make a quote-unquote profit right now we're we're, we're making enough i mean joe these are this is all a side project for all three of us right now what we're trying to do is build a brand and to gain attention and one of the best ways to do that is through free content on the internet um josiah are you a, a member of are you a member of any patreons have you ever been a member of a patreon no doug um, how about you just really quick answers no. right now uh i had bruce's when uh, they were putting a lot of content out. absolutely and i also had what happened when when uh, uh, uh tony Schiavone was putting out a ton of content i abs- that that's that's one patreon that i would personally love to go back to because i love tony's lives tony Schiavone is a is a real learning tree i mean i don't expect someone to give us you know five bucks a month to, to, to come and listen yeah. to us right now. I, I don't even want to ask them for that right now. So Josiah, what's your, what's your philosophy about kayfabe right now? I think that a, a few weeks ago, and we always save this for, for video. So you didn't really have a chance to talk to us about this after you got back from the wedding, mm-hmm. but what's your vision for kayfabe right now? And what can you see kayfabe eventually e- evolving into perhaps? Yeah, well, there's a lot there. Uh, first, you know, I, I agree with. with Sorry, uh, I haven't been on content. No, I get it. No, I get it. No, this is this is yeah. There's it's a multifaceted answer to a multifaceted question, uh, because it has been for for those not keeping a, a score at home, uh, like two and a half weeks since we've done this, uh, and sat down and chatted, and and this is really where a lot of the business talk actually does happen. People think we joke about it, but it's it's the truth. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, I'm all about right now um, staying away from the paywalls because, like you said, if you're a small creator and you've got an audience you know, of 27, 30, 35 people and then you're going to try and make them pay extra for, con- for a little bit of extra content, I don't, they're, they're probably not going to do that. You're not in a place to leverage that as far as in a position you know, with, you, with, you, with your content. So. Uh, I say keep it all on the other side of the paywall. Keep it on the free side of the paywall for kayfabe tees, for kayfabe content. You know, um, I think that's what kind of car because everyone's doing paywalls. Everyone's doing a Patreon. I think it makes us a little unique that we're not even. It's not even in the mm-hmm. conversation. We don't want to have a paywall. We don't want to have a Patreon. You don't have to pay seven dollars a month to be a friend of the show or a friend of the brand or a friend of the person that's hosting it or whatever. You're already it's all it's all inclusive, man. You just come join the content, follow us on Twitter for free, and you're a part of the family, part of the party. Um, I think that kayfabe tees, and we've talked about this at, at its inception. A t-shirt company was it was an easy go uh, because I was mm-hmm. making t-shirts, and we could kind of channel our sense of humor on these shirts. 
but as things have been progressing and as things have been growing, I can see us actually becoming a content creation company platform with multiple bringing people under our you know the, our umbrella to produce shows to give them their own you know live content to give them their own channel on kayfabe tv kayfabe radio and kind of really building mm-hmm. this thing that really does help one another you mentioned off the air before we were talking even before doug came on that some people seem yeah. really hesitant to help other people in the wrestling space the wrestling media space it's like i don't want to give you my secret sauce because what if what if you do better than me or what if you get more followers than me or what if your platform is more elevated my and so you're so the person's insecurities start to hinder their business opportunities and the relationships that they could make uh, because they're afraid of of giving someone or helping someone right yeah no, uh, let, let me yeah. can can i piggyback on that really yeah, quick yeah, josiah no, absolutely. I, ahead, I think, because one of one of the things that we definitely try to do here josiah and myself and doug right now as well i mean doug is the guy that once once kayfabe tees and kayfabe content gets rolling he's the guy making your logo he's the guy right. drawing your shirts he's right there in front of you so one of the things that we try to do with our content, our free content, is bring value to people. And I think this is a conversation that can definitely bring value to people. And once we do learn more of the technical things, once we do learn more of that, we have the philosophy. Yeah. Damn, I think we have a great philosophy right now, but we want to bring people under the umbrella. Yeah. My vision of kayfabe content, my vision of kayfabe tees is to really host the party. I yeah. want to have yep. other business owners on shooting on kayfabe like we're doing with Doug right now, yeah. talking about their business. I want to talk to the lapel yeah girl who is crushing it with pins right now. Yeah. I want yeah. to talk to the guy that is uh, – on Instagram with wrestling wrestling for sale. He sells like vintage wrestling shirts. I want to talk to that guy, how he created that, right. how he started that business. Right. And I think that with us hosting the party, number one, it's going to bring a lot of attention to what we're doing. Yeah. Number two, it's going to bring attention to the business that we have. And number three, it's going to help other creators just spread their, spread their wealth, spread their knowledge. I mean, th- this guy, Jimmy, has been so persistent with me. He's so persistent. He's a very over-the-top New Yorker. We've been talking AEW yeah. content. And now, because of his persistentness and because of my wanting to do more and more content, we're going to be doing weekly AEW content with each other for a half hour. So yeah. that's what – like I'm looking for those types of relationships and, yeah. and things like that. Folks, look at Doug. Don't you want this guy making your logo <laughs> for you? <laughs> One hundred percent. Yeah, man, I, I agree. Hosting the party is encapsulates what I was, what I was trying to say, um, and even helping people in other biz, small businesses, small brands, whatever, with their social media game, their content, their presence, they're giving them advice of what has worked for us. And so, um, there's no reason that we all we're all fans. We're all on the same team. You yeah. know what I mean? We're, we all love wrestling. So let's help each other out. And that's what we're looking to do. Host the party. Come in. Tell your story, and uh, we're gonna have a good time helping you. You helping us. It's gonna be where it's at. And now, and now, Doug, how many logos have you made for people out there? There's there, there there's quite a few. I see your art uh, all over the wrestling community. Uh, so yeah, so like my stuff was essentially just caricatures, uh, drawings, uh, but it's been over like the essentially since Vegas, actually since mm-hmm. since we met in person that. 
a lot of logos really started uh, getting I get getting requests for logos. Yeah. Um, so you know we got saved by the pod. I've done one for uh, Cassio's Cuss, uh, Chelsea Green, uh, and Diona Peruzzo, uh in NXT. Uh, they've got a T-shirt uh, out. Uh, did a logo for yeah. them. So uh, we're getting some stuff out there. You know, looking to do more work with more people and and you know like you guys said, it's all about working together, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, Billy Corbin. At the end of the day, yeah, man, Billy in, in, in a ten pounds of gold episode, our president, our owner. I'm getting into ten pounds of podcast <laughs> voice right now. Billy Corgan, William Patrick Corgan, talked about a megalithic starship which represented the WWE, right? And that if everybody worked together, we may have had a shot against that megalithic starship. My friends, the wrestling community yeah. online is a megalithic starship. If you want your voice to get out there, if you want your voice to be heard, if you just want a chance to get yourself over, my friends, I mean, Wrestling Twitter is just in the baby stages right now. Just wait till WWE goes to Fox. Just wait yeah. till WWE starts podcasting. Just wait till more and more people find AEW. Wrestling Twitter is going to explode the opportunities for people like us trying to make something, trying to make a side business, trying to make an actual business. Those opportunities are there. We're very early in that process. But my friends, God, it's better to be early than late. Mm -hmm. All right, what else do we got to talk about? I think that was good. Paywalls. Don't, don't, my friends, <laughs> build content. Yeah. Don't build walls. Damn, that's a t-shirt <laughs> right there anyways. I like that. I like that saying. Josiah, what else are we talking about today? We got anything else? Well, dude, let's, let's talk a little bit about why your uh, location looks different where are you at how did the move go you're in austin texas what the hell man how did things go how are things going inform us update us oh why thank you things are fantastic i love my new place the the natural light is fantastic for for making content uh i think that the last person here may have left their cat so we may be getting another cat soon <laughs> are you serious i think Dude, Haley's gonna kill me. But like last night, I was editing. I was editing my first blog, available now on Kfabe content. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it's a good watch. Yeah, thank you, Doug. I appreciate that. But at like one o'clock in the morning, this thing starts pawing at the the slider door that's right in front of me. And so I left some food out. I left some water out. And earlier yesterday, it was up in the tree, and I helped it down. So. I either made a friend by doing that, or the thing thinks it lives here, or it did live here. So I may be getting, uh, don't don't say that too loud. We may be getting, it's so cute. It's like an orange fluffy cat. It's, 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 it's adorable. Um, we also went to Roswell, New Mexico, yeah. which was fantastic. I don't know if you guys are big alien guys, but there's a, the, the only UFO museum was there. So that was pretty cool to go check out. Driving with cats is uh, not exactly <laughs> the funnest thing in the world, but I think they had a good time. They were, they, were, they were high on drugs the whole time and they were cuddling in the back seat. We did get pulled over quite a lot. And I, I, I think I was being a hipster profiled throughout the whole trip. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think uh, 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 middle of America is really used to a guy with a ton of tattoos on one arm and a giant mustache on his yeah. face. <laughs> but uh, 
it, it was it was good to be able to tell them that no, I don't have any drugs on me, officer. No, there's no marijuana in the car. We're trying to change our lives completely. And dude, I mean, it, it feels good to be here, Josiah. It feels yeah. good to be making content, and uh, I, I just need to get back into the routine, you know? Yep, one hundred percent. No, man, I'm glad that uh, glad things are going well. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to be. I think I'm going to be out that direction in January for the Rumble, maybe for another K. Could be a Canadian there as well. Holy! There we go. There you go. What did you call it? A K. Fabe? Like not not a hangout, not a party. Uh, K. Fabe kickback. Kickback. It's got to start with a K. That's right. That's right. A K. Fabe. You know, actually, a few people have reached out to me in the last week asking if we're going to be at rumble. So I think that that's something that we can kind of float out there right yeah. now because, uh, Haley has given me the go ahead to go to rumble. Cute. Doug, do you have the go? Do you have the go ahead from your wife? So I have a work conference that is the Tuesday after that, <laughs> my, that, that I'm, that I'm going to be there early. So I'm thinking about just booking my flights, um, four or five days early and then yeah. I'll, uh, I'll connect through uh, Toronto and get that side for myself, and we'll go to it. Yeah, Josiah, you got the go-ahead from the wife. We do, so I think it's a thing. I think this is a. There thing. you go. It's official. There you go, folks. <laughs> Kayfabe kickback at the Rumble. Something after NXT. Uh, I'm sure that Conrad will have a show. We can go to the Conrad show, and yeah. then we can go to the Royal Rumble. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, let's let's talk about AEW. Let's talk about All Out. We got about 10 minutes here, so let's fill some time. Yeah. I mean, we planned this. So, uh, Doug, <laughs> what did you uh, what did you think about All Out? Did you watch it? Did you pay for it? Or did you just watch the highlights on Twitter? Uh, I had to watch it uh, the next day. Uh, mm -hmm. One of our little guys was sick, so uh, it's the joys of parenthood. Mm -hmm. um, so watch it the next day. Thought it was really good pay-per-view. Um I found that the, you know, again, with the Bucks match, um, having that uh, and Cody before the main and not essentially spread out a lot uh, kind of took away from the main event. You know, it's, mm -hmm. they're giving their uh, inaugural handing over the title. Um, yeah. You know, I, I felt it took a little bit away from that. Yeah, I definitely think that the the, 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 the women's match, the 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 the, the... The, the 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 two Japanese girls could have easily gone between the Bucks and the and the main mm -hmm. event. I think that yeah. I think that would have been a good a good palate cleanser. What did you think about that that Bucks match? Period, uh, Josiah. Super over the top, super spotty for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, let, let let me just give my one quick opinion on my side. Matt Jackson takes a. Uh, 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 and, and, and Ice Island Destroyer off of the <laughs> off of the ladder lands on his head, and three minutes later he's up jogging around and stuff. It just no selling. I I don't know, man. I I get it, but at the same time I just don't get it. Yeah, man. I I would love to see those kinds of crazy over the top spots mean more. Uh, like you said, ha having having Matt you know out of the match for quite a while, and Nick has mm -hmm. to fend for himself because his brother just died you know what i mean like <clears throat> that that's always been um something that's kind of bothered me because it, t it does take away from a casual fan standpoint it does take away the the yeah. legit the validity of like well that probably hurt well never mind he just threw a super kick two minutes later like it's mm -hmm. cool. so yeah. um th it was very over the top you know it, it's entertaining yes 
Yeah. Um, but in listening to, you know, I listened to Chris Jericho's behind the scenes account of All Out. He kind of gave his opinion of what he saw, what was going on, on in his day that day. Sure. And uh, he, he mentioned, you know, there's only so many more of those types of matches and bumps that can fit on a bump card. Like pretty soon you're going to punch that last bump and then who knows what's going to happen. You're getting older. You know, I'd like to see Nick and and Matt start doing like matches that don't surrounded by gimmicks and high spots because they're good. They're awesome. They have great work rate, but I don't think they necessarily need that anymore. The problem is I think they've painted themselves in the corner because that's who they are. That's what the young bucks do. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think one of the things that you know, everybody, when, when they talk about Young Bucks, has to say, hey, what they're doing is fantastic. Oh, well, yeah. What they're 100%. doing yeah. is is blowing my mind. Yes, yeah. it is. But and, and, and by the way, what they do with social media and the way that they got the, the executive vice president job. By the way, folks, they got that job because of what they did on YouTube. They got yeah. that job because of what they do with their fans. Look at what ROH is doing right now. ROH is not doing anything because the Young Bucks and Cody and that core group made themselves bigger than a brand. Once mm-hmm. they yeah. left, no one gave a shit about the brand anymore. Yeah. Because so, <laughs> social media folks, come on, wake up. I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you. This stuff works. Uh, but I just can't do a match like that all the time, man. Yeah. When When the announcers are even like... When the announcers have to say we can't even keep up, I think some, I think Excalibur, even Excalibur said at some point, I can't keep up with this. How am I supposed to keep up with this? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of the announcers, what did you feel about Jim Ross? Everyone has an opinion on this. I liked him. What did you guys feel? Good. Yeah, I thought yeah. Jim. You know, Jim. Jim does a great job. Uh, you know, he's a pro. Uh, you know, some people like change. Um, you know, I, I love that he's there. Um, I think it's great that they've signed Tony Schiavone. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully uh, it would be great to hear those two uh, in the near future and how they interact well. Um, you know, because Tony, Tony is fantastic. And, yeah. you know, our, our old school WCW Tony Schiavone that we see versus uh, the Tony Schiavone that's been unleashed yeah. uh, into the world this day and age, <laughs> is, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they play out on camera. So I'm hoping to see that. But I mean, no qualms with the with the commentary team. Me uh, neither. You know, I think it's just people are used to a certain uh, pairing or set of pairings, uh, and they just need a little time to adjust. Yeah. What I, did you think about him, Josiah? Yeah, I agree. I, I love Jim Ross's work um, as an announcer. Um, I. Th- I, I to me it's like who who am I to question what Jim Ross is doing? The dude knows. Yeah, really though, right? <laughs> Honestly, he's a legend, and he's uh, he's needed and necessary, especially as you start going yeah. to TV. He and Tony both, because you've got a guy flipping the channel, and all of a sudden they hear the voice of Monday Night Show and they stop, or they hear the voice of Monday Night Raw, or both of them on the same broadcast, and all of a sudden, yeah. those disenfranchised fans that used to watch a lot in the Attitude Era, or you know those who have a, a love for that time in wrestling are going to stop for just a second because they heard Jim Ross again or they heard Tony Schiavone again. I'm like, okay, what is this? Because it automatically lends and gives validity to the product by having those two voices associated with it. So, Absolutely. Uh, now, let's, let's talk about the audience really quick. Uh, yeah. Doug, they, they, they panned that audience. And uh, I, I sent out a tweet 
that said, new drinking game. If you find a child <laughs> in the audience, you have to finish your drink. Doug, you being a parent, um, would you take your sons to AEW? Is is there is is there a certain thing about AEW that doesn't seem to be child friendly, or is just every single AEW fan a childless, soulless millennial? No, I, I think it's funny you said that the other day, and I'm like, you know, I can't wait to take the kids to that stuff. Yeah. We, you know, our four and five year old, they, you know, now my wife doesn't always agree with it. She's like, now you know, this is. This is not what they should be watching. I'm like, eh, eh, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Uh, I mean, it, it, it would be great for them to yeah, pour thumbtacks into each other's mouths, it's, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just an Ice Island destroyer. They're going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we grew up on it, and, you know, we all turned out all right, you know, subject to who's yeah. assessing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sight unseen. <laughs> yeah, right? So, I mean... I think it's just right now, uh, you know, folks like us that are old school wrestling fans that are just really passionate about it. And it's almost like our all inclusive for the weekend to get away from the kids kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. That's kind of, you know, because, you know, with StarCast, um, you know, paired up with the pay per views. I mean, anyone that went to Vegas knows it it was like going to an all inclusive for, you know, almost a week. Um, yeah. Everyone got to hang out. Everyone got to have a few drinks every night, um, kind of unattached. You know, I know a number of people that were there that, you know, had kids like myself, just, you know, that yeah. was their weekend away. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think eventually um, you'll see more and more parents bringing their kids out and what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, in terms of, uh, you know, where we're not on TV yet, I think those pay per views yeah. were, yeah. were, right now, we're just going to see like i said almost an all-inclusive experience with starcast the pay-per-view that weekend you get away uh, just like a wrestlemania weekend kind of thing absolutely absolutely yeah. was there any was there any match let's end on this tonight was there any match that you guys didn't enjoy anything about the pay-per-view for me it was the hardcore uh crackle barrel match i'm just a little bit over those hardcore matches the thumbtacks the guy that I do the other AEW content with, Jimmy, absolutely loved it, but he's a crazy New Yorker, so of course right. he's going to love that stuff. Right. Any any yeah. match that you guys didn't, uh, uh, wasn't 100%, which is fine. Not everything has to be for everyone. Yeah. I'm just, I'm over the barrel gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Cracker Barrel's ecstatic because they sponsor and provide catering, you know, to every AEW event or whatever, but... Um, yeah. I'm, I'm finding my, like, I, I don't know. I have a palette for that stuff, but I'm with you, mm-hmm. Adam. Like at certain times I'm like, ah, okay. I, I'm, I get it. Like we could, we could move on with this or, you know, so, yeah. um, but overall I thought the, I thought the show was great, but there's just a few spots like that that you're kind of like, okay, this, this isn't for me, but everyone else will enjoy it. So I'm just gonna, you know, go, for, go for the ride basically. But overall, I yeah, thought it was a good sure. show. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's wrestling. There's something out there for everybody. Yep. Um, just, you know, we we have, we do have a mass populace that like to just critique the, the <laughs> hell out of it and yeah. uh, not enjoy anything. I'm like, sit back and like, click the channel if you don't enjoy it, you know? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Doug, that, that's something that I really enjoy about our content. Folks, we're not analysts. We're not journalists. We're three guys that make funny shirts for the love of God. So <laughs> if you if you liked what, what we said on this content, thank you very much for joining us. If you didn't like what we said about this content, 
I have no diplomas on my walls, folks. Don't take anything I say that seriously, all right? Thanks for joining us, Doug. Thanks for being here, Josiah. It's Thanks great to me. see you again. Doug, stick around. We're going to talk some actual, actual business when we're done with this, when done with this podcast. And folks, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>